I don't know. Have you ever had this discussion with your parents yet? Dude, my mom is very, uh, is very morbid. Okay. And she's like asked me many times to offer at certain points. Hello. Welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope you are having a great week. I am, and hopefully it's about to get a little better as I introduce today's guest, Jupiter Badeau. He's a really fascinating guy that uh, I've met recently at a comedy theater here in L.A. called The Pack. If you live in L.A., I highly suggest you check it out. It's a great community. Um... But yeah, I'm talking with Jupiter about the fact that he hasn't spoken to his mother in four years. And we dive into why that's the case. Uh, it's a pretty crazy upbringing that uh, Jupiter had. And uh, he was really open and honest about it, which I really appreciate. Uh, you know, it's a good guest when when they're happy to talk about it all. And in this case, there was a lot to talk about. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, as I say at the end of the episode, if, uh, if you've got, uh, you know, if you're upset with a parent right now, maybe they're overbearing or annoying or whatever, uh, it could be a lot worse. Uh, and as Jupiter says, if you are in a situation where it's a lot worse, it doesn't mean your life is over. He kind of came out, he definitely came out the other side and, uh, you can too. So. With that, a friendly reminder to check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page. Uh, Shout out to those who bought shirts and a mug. Uh, Saw I had some few sales there. So thank you for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. And you can also email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com to share any bad times that made for good stories. And I may just read them on the air. So that's all I've got for now. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jupiter Badeau. Yeah, I had a weird thing happen to me last night. Um, as my gut has gotten bigger, okay. I, on a longer drive, enjoy yeah. unbuttoning my pants. <laughs> Okay, I get that. It's yeah. just comforting. Sure. You know, not comforting, sure. comfortable. Yeah, I'd yeah. Say. Um, and so I parked in front of a school on my street last night. Oh, no. And um, forgot to button my pants and my, you know, zip my zipper, buckle my belt. Uh, so I just got up and there were a bunch of, I guess maybe there was a theater production. I don't know, on a Sunday night. But there was a bunch of people outside and I just stood up. <laughs> I just had my pants. They didn't like fall to my ankles, you know. But uh, I got some very uh, mean and concerned looks, and now part of me thinks that uh, I might be on a watch list or something. Okay. And I walk yeah. my dog around the school every day, or by the school every day, and uh, I hope that there's not like you know. I know I always have pleasantries with the security guard. Yeah, for sure. At the school, you want to? Yeah. Do it? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And now uh, I'm worried about my, <laughs> where what list I might appear on. Uh, yeah. This didn't <laughs> happen to me. This happened to a friend. But like, uh, like when he was back in high school or whatever, he went to a Burger King, uh, you know, ordered something, went to the restroom, and then when he came out, he was like, "I'm just gonna." He's a huge dude, lumberjack looking guy, very yeah. thick, and he's like, "I'm just gonna jump in the fucking ball pit," and he does, and he's playing around in it, and then some kids come in and they start playing in it, and he's kind of like just sitting there, and he's like okay, this is kind of weird. And he gets up and he walks into the restaurant and he gets approached by the manager and uh, the manager's like, sir, do you want to tell me what you were doing oh, in the McDonald's ball pit <laughs> with your fly undone? Oh, <laughs> like, God. Like, what? Uh, and he tried to explain it and they were like, you are no longer welcome at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good for him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get any words out during this interaction. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I just, I was like, uh, uh, uh. Well, because first they looked at me weird, and then I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I looked down, per their eyes looking down. Yes. And then, uh, ooh! <laughs> so you said, as your belly's gotten bigger, as you've gotten older, yeah. uh, okay, what other things have you noticed? I've Some of the things that have happened to me as I've gotten older are self-inflicted. I don't mm. know. Such as? 
Uh, in my late twenties, I um, I got pretty. Uh, I, I'm, you're a writer, right? Yeah. Yeah. At least we like to think we are. Yeah. Uh, very. I I don't think I've ever been paid for my writing. Okay. Really, but maybe I've been paid uh, poorly. Been paid poorly <laughs> for your writing. Um, <clears throat> but like just trying to get stuff out. Um, I began to use Adderall a lot. Mm. And uh, I was always at home and like, I don't know, like with access to the internet and stuff like that, I just, I developed like a massive porn habit and uh, I would like masturbate uh, constantly. And with Adderall, uh, it would make you horny. Uh, but oh, like you that. couldn't. Uh, well, well, I would get horny on it. I should say. I oh, okay. Wanna, I don't want to say that it makes you horny. <laughs> Is that one of the side effects? I get horny. No, no. <laughs> but like you, I would try to like beat off, and it like it like I, I like I one time masturbated for an hour, and nothing happened. Oh wow. Yeah, and I but like I just started to develop like I just started to, like I I was at I think at my worst I was at like six times a day. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Six times a day every day in a week. You yeah. know. Uh, so I was doing it like all the time, and then I um I started to notice like. Um, uh, like vein, like a vein, like a big vein growing on the side of my penis, Ooh. and it was like getting bigger and bigger, and Ugh. like, and I was like, okay, all right, w- what's up with this? And like, I wasn't sure if like, I, you know, I was feeling a little bit of discomfort or whatever. And uh, anyway, I went to the doctor and talked to him about it, and the doctor uh looked at it and he was like, oh, uh, okay, all right, so here's what's happening. He's like, basically, because you're getting so much blood down there. Yeah. Uh your body thinks that this is more important. Like like this is very, very important. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh increasing the uh the, it's expanding the size of the vein to increase blood flow. Oh god. <laughs> so basically uh, as if, like if the less I like, it, I'm going to eventually get like like basically like this is what he was telling me is like because like you're desensitized from all the times of like beating off, uh. But he's like basically you've created for yourself a way to get firmer erections than normal. So I beat myself off to Dick 2.0. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, that's just a thing. Yeah, like I just like I was like, wow, that's great. Uh, now I just need to like kick this habit because like because you get desensitized if you beat off yeah. that much. I don't beat off that much anymore. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that like if that doctor went home and just like this is why I went to med school. Yeah. So I could just dance around the fact that this guy jacks off way too much. I think I think that if there was any place that I would be seen by a doctor yeah. like this would be the place i'd want them to like check out my dick because the porn industry is so big here I, right. i'm probably not even the first time they've ever I seen wouldn't that think so like when you yeah. go to thailand for a sex change operation they mm-hmm. they're actually the safest place to go get it done oh i didn't know well that. one of them because no. they've done it so many times that makes sense. it was illegal here for a long right, time right, right so you go there and that's yeah. what i'm saying like if you have like if you have like a sexual problem of any sort mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure people have seen it in spades here so yeah your, that's true get your dick checked out mm-hmm I would say, as regard with regards to porn, as I've gotten older, um, <clears throat> as a younger lad, <laughs> when yeah. I would masturbate, um, upon completion, I might continue to watch the video for a little bit. Oh my god, uh, this is great! I- now I am instantly appalled by what I am watching. <laughs> As soon as I'm done, I'm like, oh, and then I just exit out of the window. Okay. I don't know what that is. That's that's so funny. It's been the opposite for me. Really? I'm not appalled. I like, dude, I, I dude, I have a bad porn problem. Like, I, I will watch stuff and not beat off. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll just yeah. be like, no, well, I'll watch a little porn at yeah. work. Like, that's what my Tumblr page used to be for, like my Tumblr feed. Like, I'm so upset that they got rid of that. It's just like casual pornography that you can look at and not, it's like, it's weird because it's like you're indulging in it like a wine where you're just like sipping it but not swallowing and spitting sure. it out yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 totally uh <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll i'll casually watch some porn yeah whatever i did find i did recently find on on uh on a site uh and it's weird because i know it's not this person's account somebody randomly uploaded a person i know and their sex tape Oh, from high school, like I'm not high school, from college. It's a friend of mine from college. He got kicked out for burning an American flag and uh, and graffitiing anti-American slogans all over places. Nice. He got kicked out. He's Col- he's a Colombian American. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he got upset. Uh, and honestly, it was it was weird. It was it might have been after uh, an Obama election, actually. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's communist. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I guess he's I'm just always angry. Yeah, yeah, he's just always. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, like you knew it wasn't going to turn out in one of those. Like in that election, it's not going to turn out how you think it's going to turn out. Like communists yeah. aren't going to win. Yeah. Either way, he would have been pissed off. I guess. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I'm getting at. I'm like, it's like, well, okay, but he went crazy anyway. But like, I I've I've seen his peepee now. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you debate watching it, or was it like, oh, I gotta watch? This. Oh, I, I definitely had to watch it, yeah. and I shared it with friends. Of nice. mine. Yeah, I think my freshman year of college, there was a girl at, from my high school who uh, did like a solo video. Oh, she did got, a solo video. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. and that got spread around through uh, Instant Messenger, taking us back mm. to 2006. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Wait, you were in high school in 2006? I was. Yeah. Well, I was my freshman year of high school or college was. September of 2006. Okay. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I graduated high school in 2003. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was old for my grade. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. That's what I was trying to figure out here. Right. You're okay. what, 33? I'm 33. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm 31. Yeah. 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 My my uh, my girlfriend in bed after uh, after being intimate the other night was like, you're going to be 34 this year. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, God, that's so hot. I was oh. like, I was like, my, uh, like, thir- what's the difference between thirty three and thirty four? Like, I don't understand why that's. You're firmly attractive. entrenched in the mids now. Yeah, I guess so. That's it. Like, she's gonna have a thirty year old. She can now say she's sleeping with a thirty four year old. How old is she? Twenty nine. Oh, okay. I had to yeah. think for a second because she changed ages recently in oh, December. Didn't she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, like via birthday or by saying I'm now this age? No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We are in LA. Uh, I do. Yeah. Right. Uh, via birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. Via birthday. Okay. Um, yeah, my girl. It's the same age difference with my girlfriend. Right. Uh, okay. Got it. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, yeah. Um. So. Uh, so we're talking about moms. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So that's this my all, subtle. Uh, yeah. No, that segue. was. It. I was wondering if I should do that as well because, like, we were talking about <laughs> sex, porn, right. masturbation. That was a good run. This all this all leads us into that. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, essentially, like my parents, like I was raised in New Orleans during the school year and then I would come out here during my summers. Uh yeah, my mom, my mom had a modeling career that took off. After Let me give you born. a segue now. Yeah. Uh so you've uh been a big fan of of masturbating. Has sex or nudity been a large part of your life from <laughs> yeah. the beginning? Uh well, that's a bad segue. Yeah, it's a bad segue <laughs> because then we're going to talk about my mom. Then it's going to sound like maybe I. Yeah, I it was that. bad. No, she she was always. Uh, my mom is like really into like embarrassing. Like she likes pranks and she's like in, into embarrassing people. And basically, my mom moved out here and she got a career as a model. And yes, like the big reveal is that my mom was in Playboy. Okay. Yeah, like she she went on to wow. do things like that. And like there are things that like my mom used to do, like. Uh, like I'd have like sometimes I'd have friends over or something and she I don't know like she like sometimes she would like be annoyed with me and she'd be like I need you to like leave or get out of here and then she'll like take off her clothes and just be like get out get out get out get out get out and you're just like blah blah and like obviously your friends aren't bothered by that and they right. want to stay so it only encourages me to get out but oh like, god yeah so like she was always very <laughs> open with her nudity she like showed like she like she my mom's like my mom's also mentally ill, okay. but she also has like she like she always finds ways to show off her body, and she has like a big book of like like I want you to have this book when I die, and it's like I just want you to remember me as as when I was beautiful, and she's like opening it up and she's like showing me all this stuff. It's like her as Miss Coors Light ninety three. Her like oh, my mom was also a backstage Betty. Like I found out through this book. Like oh, what is that? She, um, she sleeps with a lot of like famous people. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I feel like. I can say she slept with half of Poison. I'm not 100% yeah. of that, but not anybody that would matter. Oh, like, I think okay. she liked Brett yeah. Michaels, yeah. but that never happened. She uh, never nailed that down. Uh, but second tier Poison. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Do you know uh, Sister Christian, uh, the song by Night Ranger? Yeah. Okay, Night Ranger. Okay, so yeah, she used to di- she used to bang the guitarist Brad Gillis for that band, and her current husband... Uh, okay, so my mom was a huge Leif Garrett fan. Do you know who this is? Sure. How does everybody know who Leif Garrett is? Like, I did not know who he was. This he was big in like the seventies, right? I was made for dancing. Yeah, was the song that's what it was. was his was his disco hit. Yeah. So my mom was president of the Leif Garrett fan club. <laughs> nice. And on the internet. And uh, <laughs> oh, the so internet. much later. Yeah, yeah, much later <laughs> on the internet. Uh, on the like, this is like Star Wars Episode One time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, I remember because uh, like we were trying to talk about uh, something on the star. I was I was on a Star Wars chat room or whatever, 
and uh, yet she she had to kick me off so that she could go in her chat room and like be <laughs> contacted, uh, you know, some people in the Leif Garrett fan club. Anyway, yeah. uh, but like she ended up uh, marrying one of the guys from Leif Garrett's band at the time because she was trying to get closer to Leif. And Good reason to get married. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she ended she up sleeping with one of those guys, and that's my stepdad to this day. He's oh. the former basis of Leif Garrett's band, <laughs> Fate. Yeah. Okay, so let's t- wait, so let's take a step <clears throat> back. Um, so you you were uh, born and raised in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More and or less. Then, I was in the suburbs, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then what? <laughs> did your parents get divorced? They got divorced really early. Okay. So you um, were like, what a yeah, two or something? Yeah, really. And then my mom moved to LA when I was twelve, but she was like doing modeling and stuff like that. So her cohort was because uh, she's from Texas. Okay. Her cohort was Anna Nicole Smith. And they knew each other. Yeah. I mean, obviously, things turned out a lot better for Anna Nicole Smith than my mom. Right. Yeah. Except for the dying at 40 part, I guess, right? I, I think I think my mom would have loved to have died. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, better yeah. than I would. Yeah. 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 My mom. Yeah. My mom. Uh, my mom. Ha- I don't know. Have you ever had this discussion with your parents yet? Dude, my mom is very uh, is very morbid. Okay. And she's like asked me many times to off her at certain points. Oh. Uh, and like, like she's like, when I get old, like, and I do this, like, just smother me to death. She wants me to coo- one fly over the cuckoo's nest to her. Really? Yeah, she wants me to do Have you had this conversation with your parents yet? No, you know, I haven't gotten there yet. Um maybe when my dad retires and he loses the insurance for my mom, then that'll just be the easy alternative. Yeah, it's just um, being smothered. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so my mom, my mom, my mom's like really like she's she's like she's been w- like She's been look. I she says that. Okay, this is going to sound awful. Okay, sure. everybody, listen. I believe <laughs> suicide is a very, very serious issue. But my mom is such a shitty person yeah. that she does things for attention. Right. I don't know if this is any different. Right. I don't know if this is any different. I don't right. know if this is any different. Like if you actually started to, she'd like. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's attempted several times, mm, okay. but it's ne- but never achieved. And after a certain amount of times, it's like. Okay, like, is this real? Like, my mom has also called me up to tell me that she's dying before, several okay. times. I think this, I think a couple of years ago was like, I think it was the third or fourth time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, bu- I don't buy it anymore. Like, right. she did have a tumor. She did have cancer. Like, that was kind of true. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to die soon. And then she never did. And I was just like, I don't know. This isn't interesting. No, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm yeah, just yeah, looking yeah. to make sure the levels are good. Okay, cool. No, I'm uh, definitely invested in that. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. She's, um, I don't know how to get into the funny stories of it and stuff like that. To me, it's all funny in retrospect. I mean, she just, she just, I just don't know when to take her seriously or not. Right. So when did this begin? Like, so like growing up, did you live primarily with your dad or? I lived primarily with my dad. Okay. So what was your relationship with your mom? Like through like, you know, elementary school, middle school. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, she's, she's great in the sense that like, uh, when you're a kid, she's on your mental level. And so we, (laughs) yeah, yeah. She's absolutely on your mental level. So like I enjoyed hanging out with her. She was like into pranks. She was like listening to all the cool music because my mom was also like banging rock stars and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so like my mom, like I grew up listening to like, um, like Megadeth, uh, Marilyn Manson, like because she was really into that. Whenever I was out in L.A., Rob Zombie, uh, Nirvana. Oh man, we were listening to Nirvana like before Kurt Cobain died, which was great. Like for my yeah. for my age, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh okay, like this is like the cool stuff. Like my mom's all into the cool. Like so, I learned a lot about music through her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she was also into hair metal, which I think is a bad judgment. Sure. Yeah. She. That's who she mostly slept with. Was a lot of people from. Uh, I almost said Methods of Mayhem. That's not what I meant. Motley Crue. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or, or stuff like that. The like Snyder's of the world. Yeah, like she's <laughs> just like, she's just banging people from these 80s bands left and right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, as far as I, all of this came to revelation as I started getting older. Like, so basically what was happening, like, I there was like a series of vacations where my mom just started to like, let all this information out. Like, I think, um, so like, uh, first and foremost, like, like I, I started to realize some things were wrong with my mom, probably around 12 years old. Uh, my mom, I shouldn't say 12, let's say four, 13 or 14. All right. That makes sense. Cause yeah. I was wondering, it sounds yeah. like there was that time where it went from like, Oh, she's like really cool. To yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Know. Uh, so it started with like, uh, like summer visits. Like, so she would, she would always be busy like with work cause she was just working for the weekend, I guess, just always like hustling. Um, but, like, I would be left alone uh, at home, like, on the internet and stuff like that. And so she figured, since I was, like, really into the internet, like, one thing she thought she could expose me to was Rotten.com. Okay. You know this? 
No. I don't. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I was in seventh grade, and she started showing me pictures of bo- dead bodies on the internet. Great. Yeah. 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 Okay. So she would, and she would do all that, and she was like, and it freaked me out a lot. And she's like, no, it's perfectly normal, and she'd make me like sit and like look at like graphic murder scenes, like some of the things that I remember looking at. There was a woman. I think there are a couple things that stuck out to me. There was one of a woman who had been murdered. She was outside of her house and she had a broomstick in her vagina. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then I was just like, uh, okay, like, I, like, how do you like communicate stuff like this with your mom? And then there was like a, uh, uh, a couple where um, it's also like, okay, it's a confusing time because you're just starting to masturbate. Yes. And you're also wanting to see like sexual things. And then like your mom is talking about sexuality and she's like showing you, uh, I'm not saying that like I have like a dead body fetish association with all this other stuff, but it's weird to have my mom talk about like, oh, okay, here's a series of people where these people are fucking and they're naked. um, But like in between, uh, like she's having an affair on her husband and then she's like chopping up the husband in between having sex with this guy and all this yeah. other stuff. And it's just weird to hear your mother talking about sex so casually right. while looking at gruesome gruesome photos. Right. And stuff like You're that. like, oh, that's a naked woman. That's kind of hot, but she's also dead and has a broom in her vagina. Yeah. That's not wait, not that. Okay, oh, yes. Okay. okay, wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like I already feel uncomfortable talking about this <laughs> because it's already like like it's like no it's not there's no like psychosexual thing there. For no, 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 no. Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. like that, but there's it's not, like there's, there's multiple not. things going on. Yeah, there's just like, like but it's just like my mom. My mom always liked to like I said my mom's big thing is, is like she always liked to pull pranks and make make sure you were uncomfortable like. Like uh, growing up, like the sort of pranks that she would do is like, like uh, she liked to do this one where I would be watching cartoons and then she would dress up as a stranger and then like sneak outside of her window and like come uh, in, in like the backyard and like bang on the window and like look like she was looking in and trying to break in and oh, stuff God. like that. Yeah, <laughs> those are her ideas of pranks. It would freak me the fuck out. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think that's funny to scare children. Sure. Now, well, maybe it's because of that, but it's right. like, oh, I, that really hurt me. But like, how funny is it to watch a child panic over that? Maybe not. Maybe you don't think that. I think it could be. I mean, you know, you see the Jimmy Kimmel videos of like when the parents take the uh, Halloween candy away. And oh, that's great. Yeah. Crying. And then they start crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just that times like 10. Yeah. I mean, she also did you things know. like during Saturday morning cartoons, like uh, this is when VHS is starting to get big i shouldn't say starting to get big but like she would just slip my she would i she knew i was terrified of the large marge scene from Pee Wee Herman. oh me too and she would slip that into my saturday morning cartoons and press play while i was watching <laughs> it and they would just be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so she's always trying to make you feel uncomfortable um and she's she and she just knows that like uh for her sex is a weapon it's like a way of getting attention it's a way of like uh, uh, making people feel uncomfortable and stuff like that. And in fact, like uh, when she would get mad at, uh, so my mom's been married uh, four or five times. Oh, I got a story for about that. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, one time my mom, so my mom has like a really like bad self-confidence problem. And when she grew up, she was like not, she, or at least she felt like she wasn't very attractive um, like, she, I mean, she would tell me stories like how she got on the track team to try to impress a guy yeah. and she like tried really hard. She won this race and that guy happened to be there and she was like, did you see that I won? He's like, yeah, it's easy to win a race when you're a dog. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Something Oof. like that. So she had like really bad self-confidence issues yeah, anyway. Yeah. So she would like, after that, she tried to compensate by just focusing a lot on her looks, working out, uh, developing anorexia, I'm sure. And then, uh, and, uh, got big fake boobs, you know, went on to be a model and all this other stuff. And then high school reunion time comes around. She's married to uh, my stepdad, Clackers. That's his nickname. Clackers? Uh, Clackers right. is the the basis for Leif Garrett's band. Right. Was, right? Yeah. And she went to her high school reunion to kind of just, like, show off that she was doing well in L.A. Yeah. And uh, uh, she ran into that. I, I, I think it might have been that same guy. Yeah. And he was like, wow, we, because uh, he's from a small town in Texas called Port Natchez which I believe Janis Joplin is from. She went off and and she did that and then she you know had a good time. I guess she got blackout drunk, didn't really remember anything and went back to LA. And then my stepdad uh got some stuff in the mail and he was looking at it and he opens up this letter uh that was like <coughs> I guess it had like some sort of like Texas seal official or whatever, I don't know. And he just he just screams like Cindy. And she she comes down there, and it turns out my mom had gotten blackout drunk and married this guy and had committed the act of bigamy, and she was in trouble from the government. Oh, my God. Uh, this was, was at the reunion? This was at the reunion. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. She had committed the act of bigamy, 
Which I haven't met many people who've done that. Well, I don't even. What is that? A bigamy? Oh, yeah. you're. Uh, it's when you have more than one oh, spouse. Oh, marriage. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she had to get it annulled, and uh, like her, my stepdad was just furious about yeah, this. Understandably like, so. <laughs> she said she didn't consummate it, but I think she did. I would imagine. I would imagine she did. Uh, that's the lifestyle they used to live. Okay. Um, so it's like, oh yeah, of course you're mad that she went and fucked some guy and got married to him. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh-huh. mom's committed bigamy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Put that on the checklist. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, another one of those things. The highlights. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, but like, like weird things that she also does are like, uh, this is a common form of punishment. Most of the punishments of of men. My mom was really, really mean to the men in her life. Yeah. And uh, but so like most of the forms of punishment are in the forms of humiliation. Mm. So I would always know my mom was uh, angry or having a fight with clackers when I would come home again, sometimes with friends and there would just be naked pictures of him posted all around the house. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, Oh, they're fighting again. (laughs) So I wonder from your friend's standpoint, they're like, well, I'm either going to see Jupiter's mom naked or his stepdad. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, there, I I think like there's like a certain point where you kind of think it's funny. Right. When you're like 17, you're like, Whoa, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But then like, there's like a certain point where you're like, come on, man. Like, like that's, but like at this time, we just thought it was funny. Sure. Because yeah. we were assholes. Well, what else are you gonna do? Not, just I don't laugh, know. I guess. You know? Like uh, the one friend that I always had with me, his name was Tim. His his name is Tim Burr. Oh, oh. Junior. <laughs> oh. Junior. Okay, that guy's a story in and of himself. I'm he was sure. a friend of mine who his parents met on a drug deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sparks flew. Yeah, yeah. Sparks flew. Right. <laughs> uh, and the reason why, like, his mom had met him on a drug deal is because she had to leave her home because her father was uh, uh molesting and, and, <sighs> and raping her oh. so her older sister had to emancipate herself and like yeah. live in like but she was like 17 and a senior in high school mm-hmm. and then like couldn't uh couldn't help raise this child and stuff like that and so she's off doing drug deals at like 14 and 15 anyway so that's timber story so as yeah. you can tell like i'm no stranger to white trash sure yeah like i love it like by the way they're not they're not I can't say they're not white trash, but they're good people. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the mistakes have been made in the past and yeah. they're just circumstances to do the may yeah. have whiffs of white trash, but yeah, they yeah. it doesn't define them as people. No, it doesn't. Right. Uh, but like Tim or whatever, he would always be with me on these trips. So I think because of those environments that he grew up in, right. he wasn't as shocked. Right. So he was the one was person that I felt could come into my space right. and, and not... see my mom's naked vagina. But were, I... were there times where like whether it be like you know, any sort of romantic involvement or, you know, maybe newer friends. Did you try to, like, keep them away from your house? Oh, I always did, yeah. yeah. I, yeah there's, like, I, I I only allowed people who, like, that I was either dating yeah, or so I could be like, hey, I know we get in a lot of fights and all these, like, fucked up things happen in our relationship, but you want to see where it comes from? Right. Or, uh, or it would be like, this person has such a defunct life right. that if they can come into my home, I won't be judged. Right. So, yeah, most yeah. of the time I did not invite... Uh, uh, like I own, I pretty much only invited broken people into sure. my home. Yeah, They'd be because, like, oh, I know this. Yeah, yeah. like uh, well-adjusted people to not do as well. Right. Uh, yes, and I have stories about that as well. Like when I introduced my uh, girlfriend's mom to my mom, mm-hmm. and like she just like w- like within the first ten minutes of being there, she was talking about being in Playboy and like uh, opening up. The, like my mom uh, still keeps up, or at that time, uh, this is like two thousand seven, like. Uh, she would like wait in line to meet the uh, what was the Playboy series with all the girls that were dating Hugh Hefner, oh, and, like Kendra and all that other oh. stuff. The house, it's not the House Bunny. That's an Anna Ferris movie. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's that thing, show. right? So yeah. like, she was trying to meet him, and she was just like meeting my uh, my friend, uh, my friend, my girlfriend's mom for the first time. She was like, you know, oh, well, I was in Playboy, and my friend's mom is like, uh, sorry, my friend, my girlfriend's mom is just like, oh, okay, all right, sure, and uh, and she's just like, yeah, and she's like, uh, you know, I I. Uh, I was waiting in line to meet Kendra, and uh, you know I hadn't seen a Playboy in such a long time since you know I've been in it. I don't look at that stuff normally, and it's like, all right, <laughs> okay, all yeah, right, all right. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but she's like, because uh, she's trying to be like, like she's trying to have some sort of decorum without realizing that she's lacking it completely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she would just be like, um, yeah, I opened up the page, and wouldn't you know it, these girls shaved their muffs, and it's like. <laughs> My friend's mom, or my girlfriend's mom. I keep saying friend's mom. Uh, she would just be like, okay, oh, okay. So my mom's just like, in the first 10 minutes of meeting even a, like, 
like, hey, trying to make a good impression. Right. Is That's talking her good about, impression. Yeah, is talking about, like, And what are you doing rust. during this conversation? Just cringing? Like, uh, no, I'm, at, the, at that age, I'm just like, yeah, okay, this is how it is. Like, I'm more like, I'm just, I'm in it for the ride. I'm thinking it's going to be a story, so. Right. So, so what is your relationship with your mom now? Oh, I don't talk to her anymore. You don't talk to her? I don't. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, were yeah. there, like, I know you said that she did a lot of pranks and stuff, so were there, like, a series of pranks that led to you guys not talking now, or was it, <clears throat> uh, was it less pranks and more? Yeah, like, yeah, What was yeah. the final blow? Or maybe the we can get to blow. that. Yeah, yeah, get let's to get that, to maybe. it. So, like, I just, again, things that would happen, I guess, uh, just going more story-wise, like, when I when I start to realize things are, I don't know, maybe not funny. Like, okay, we'll start here. Again, this is another teenage year story of, like, we went out to dinner in Malibu and we're just trying to, it was a nice restaurant and we're just, it's my friend Tim and my parents and we're just trying to, uh, we're trying to just have a nice family dinner. Sure. At this point, Tim's part of the family. Okay. And my mom can't help but try to just belittle clackers all the time. Mm-hmm. And she starts telling this very inappropriate story and the waiter's coming in and out of this the whole time. <laughs> uh, and it's about, she's like, do you know why our roommate left? Like, cause my parents used to have a roommate. Yeah. This is LA. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, Kelly, I think it was Kelly Ray was her name. She's like, or it was the other one. It was the one before that. Uh, anyway, she had this roommate. She's like, do you know why Elaine left? And I was like, no. She, and he's like, he's like, Cindy, please. She goes, shut up. And I was like, and he's like, I can't believe you're going to tell this fuck. Like, please don't. And she just keeps silencing. She's like, no, no, it's funny. And she's like, uh, so anyway, um, you know, when uh, Clackers and I were dating, uh, you know, sometimes he would stay over. And uh, anyway, I would go off to work and Clackers would stay behind. And one day I got a phone call and Elaine answered it and she didn't know I had left. And she went upstairs to, uh, you know, give me the phone and she walked in and wouldn't you know it, Clackers was masturbating. But he wasn't just masturbating. Like she walked in right at the moment as Mount Asuvius was blowing up all over his chest. And like the waiter's trying to wrap up her food and he's just like, uh, uh. And I'm laughing very hard. I can't stop laughing. Yeah. And the whole time my uh, my stepdad's like, shut the fuck up. You little shits, just shut the fuck up. He's like, oh my God. He's like so upset. Yeah. And then like they walk outside and he's so embarrassed. And yet my mom is so emotionally manipulative that she makes him feel like he's an asshole for being upset and calling her a bitch, uh-huh. uh, that they don't talk the entire way home. <sighs> and she's like, don't touch me, don't talk to me. And then my my they get home, and I was like, all right, cool, we're going to like, you know, Tim and I are going to go out. And right. that's what we did. We went out. And then the next morning, because like we knew that they were going to have to blow off some steam, and then the next morning, like we're sleeping, and uh, we just hear my mom slide open a door because there's like a, I guess there's like somebody like doing landscaping or whatever. And my mom, this is my mom's words, not mine. Um, like, again, I know it was the best of intentions, but she couldn't have done it in a worse way possible. <laughs> yeah. She she thought that the landscapers were waking us up, mm-hmm. which, I mean, not really. Uh, but she's like, hey, you fucking Mexicans. My kids are trying to sleep. Could you turn off the, the blower or whatever? Uh-huh. And then my stepdad, who's incredibly PC, is I just hear him go, Cindy, shut the fuck up. And then I hear a large smack sound. And then she goes, oh, my God, you hit me. And we're downstairs, and we're hearing all of this upstairs. And then all of a sudden, we hear like, bam, boop, 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 boop. And we just start hearing all these screams. And it's just like, bam, boop, boop, oh, eh, oh, oh, oh. And then it's silence. And then Clackers just comes down the stairs and he walks into the, the kitchen and he takes a hit of weed and, he just, and then he like storms out the door and uh, it's just silence. And then I just, I, I said to my friend Tim, I go, hey, Tim. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And he goes, uh, I think Clackers killed my mom. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I do too. And I was like, what should we do? And he just goes, uh, let's just go back to sleep. I said, yeah, okay. Because like the thought of like it being too early to see my mom murdered yeah. was just a bit much for me. <laughs> But it turns out what happened was he was trying to shut her up for saying that. Yeah. And he threw like a hairspray can at her to like shut her up. It did hit her in the leg and it did hit her in the leg hard. So my, but like she went ape shit and she, uh, she started to fight him. She burned a cigarette on him. She, like, he was in the shower as well, I guess. And, like, she would turn off the lights and go in there, and she has, like, sharp, long nails and just start jabbing him oh. in the dark. And then he would get out of the shower trying to dry off. And then she broke the, uh, the phone part of the, the fax machine over his head. Oh. Like, she just fucked him up. She yeah. fucked, she beat him up. That's yeah. what happened. I thought it was Clackers beating the shit out of my mom. Yeah. It was my mom beating the shit out of him. Oh. So that was, like, a thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, like, that's kind of where I started to realize, oh, there's a problem here. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and jump to the moment where I disowned her was when she, uh, we got a dog 
and she tried to, uh, she wanted us, she, I knew she was up to something. She wanted me to measure the dog for a winter jacket. Okay. But uh, she was like, she kept trying to like measure it from the belly first, like where his wiener was at. And uh, like, and she kept doing things where like I was like, Are, "You want me to measure the dog?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, like this part of the dog isn't going to be covered, so let's just like measure that part. I was like, "Why do you need to measure that part?" Yeah, or whatever. And I and I felt like she was trying to measure the dog's wiener in front of me, mm-hmm. and I was a little uncomfortable with that. Sure. And then I I even stated it. I was like, "Look, if that's what you're trying to do, that's not cool." She's like, "Oh my god, okay." Like, if you're bothered, but like I don't understand why you're bothered by that. Like, what 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 do you think? I she I can't remember what happened, but it led to her jerking off the dog for like five seconds in Uh, front of me and then i was just like that's not a prank like what's the prank who do you prank right and that was it i disowned her after that and i don't talk to her but i I hung out for about another month and then never just hung out yeah Yeah, I've, i've seen her once or twice four years ago okay yeah wow yeah 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 Jerking off the dog was the final blow, huh? Yeah. We started yeah. off with me jerking off. Yeah. Now we're talking about the dog jerking off. <laughs> wow. I, these have been more, like, these are these are sound intense. Like, yeah. they're funny in retrospect to me. Sure, yeah. Uh, but I think most of the time people hear it, they're just shocked and don't know what to feel. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, it's a hell of a way for, to grow up. Yeah, it's know? just Having whatever. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you mentioned, I mean, does she have some mental illness? She does, but like, uh, it's it's really weird. Uh, like, I feel like, um, uh, it's. Do you know what histrionic personality is? No. Okay, I I would be willing to say that like half of Los Angeles has it, just because it attracts that kind of personality. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm using that to say that that's not her mental illness. Like, she hasn't been diagnosed with that, but. I certainly agree with it, but it's like people who have like attention seeking behaviors and seek validation through um, acting out and like, and like you, they, they tend to be very promiscuous because sex validates them and stuff like that. Right. Um, it, there's more to it than that, but like, like she's not a really good person. And on top of that, she's like a bipolar schizophrenic and she's also like really into people feeling sorry for her. So she always uses that as an excuse, Right. but I know it's not always that. Yeah. Case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So so that was your was your dad just like a normal guy? He's a normal guy. He's a great so guy. So how did they I get together? Uh I think my dad must have just uh I I was an accident. That's no that's no like that's not lost on me. Sure. Uh my dad had to drop out of college. Both my parents had to drop out of college, I think. Okay. Um and yeah, that's how they got together and they obviously it wasn't going to work out. Mm. My mom actually didn't want to have me. Like these are very interesting conversations to have with your parents. Yeah. Like I actually full on support. She was like I didn't want to have a child, but they really convinced me mm. that we should have a kid. And they did. And uh, my dad was like more than happy to take care of me and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, my dad's a great dad. My dad's a good guy. I love my dad. He's awesome. I'm so glad I grew up with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's much better. It's so, it's, it's a lot more normal back in New Orleans. Sure. Yeah. But like out here in LA, it's like, like it's a, it would have been a very depressing life to, to grow up out here. Cause like, well, also my, the other thing is, is like my parents back in New Orleans are like upper middle class. So nice. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A little more so, comfort. Yeah. A little way more. more comfort. Yeah. 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 I was, what I was definitely provided for yeah. better there than I would have been here. So would it just be like you'd come out to LA for like a couple weeks, or would it be like the whole summer? Like a couple weeks, uh, okay. sometimes a little more than that. Like uh, you know, uh, and like we would do cool things. Again, like my mom's like really dark, so like the stuff that my mom. So my mom was because uh, modeling doesn't always pay the bills. Uh, like some cool things that she would do are like uh, uh, she would if she was in real estate. But she she bought this book called Death Scenes, and it's this famous it's this book of like police photographs from uh, murder scenes in Los Angeles. Back to like death, okay. yeah, back to death. Uh, this yeah. is a common theme. <laughs> and so my mom used to give me these like dark Hollywood tours of like uh, like famous like death scenes from uh, either these crime photos or from like Hollywood scandals. Like sure. I can't tell you. How, okay, so when my mom first moved out to L.A., one of the first uh, one of uh, the O.J. Simpson trial was big, mm. and that was one of the first places she took me was to the Nicole Brown house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> she took me to the Nicole Brown house. 
Uh, we I've been to the Black Dahlia murder site. Yeah. Do you know Black Dahlia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've been to the uh, Roman Polanski's house where Sharon Tate was murdered. Right. But it also held double significance because my mom is in love with Trent Reznor, and that's where they filmed, <laughs> filmed, recorded the Downward Spiral album. Okay. Um, and uh, like my mom would bring me to museums called like Hell House, and it would like tell you all these like underground things about like uh, or underground uh, what you would call like. Church of Satan stuff mm-hmm. like Anton LaVey and stuff like that. So my mom always like my mom got me into dark tourism and then we would just go to like all of these famous places where like famous murders happened and Okay. Yeah. So she would do things with you. It just happened to be very morbid and things that she was interested in and there was no thought of like maybe he's too young for this. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And for a while I had uh I had talked I had I had told myself I was like, "You know what? Like I appreciate that she doesn't have a filter. She's just telling me very adult things like like whatever. Like like I would justify it by that. But now that I'm older, it's like I think she could have, she could have uh, been a little better about it. Just a little, yeah, right? a little better yeah. about it. Yeah, like she never hid things from me. Like even when I was like younger, she would just be like, you know, some people would be like, hey, uh, you know, you shouldn't talk to strangers. They want to hurt you. She'd be like, she's like, you don't want to talk to strangers. Like they will, like they could take you home and cut you up and they'll they'll sl- they'll mutilate your genitals. Like oh. I remember that was one thing she told me: mutilate your genitals. Oh. Like, like, who says that? Right, and you were probably like five or something. I was, <laughs> I was like nine or eleven or something like that. And then, like, she would tell me, like, she was completely candid about things that would happen to her. Like, like, I heard about like my mom having to like fight off rapists from like laundromats and stuff like that. Oh. And she would tell me these awful stories. And then me as like again as like a young kid, like eleven, she would just be like, "Here's a, like, I hey, I'm gonna go do laundry right here. Just stand at the door with a baseball bat." And she would make me wait with a baseball <laughs> bat. <laughs> but like now that I'm older, we were never in danger of sure. that. We yeah. were, I mean, maybe maybe I should respect that she's like suffering some PTSD sort right. of things or whatever. But like, I don't know why I had a. I, maybe that's insensitive. I just don't understand why I had to be brought into it. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. she made me so paranoid that until I was thirteen, if I were walking on the road at night and a car would come down, I would I'd run off the side of the road oh. and hide behind trees. <laughs> Did your, I mean, did your dad, was he, like, what were his thoughts about you going to visit for several weeks? I, I still, to this day, don't tell them a lot of the things that she... I bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that must have been a lot for, like, <laughs> you know, a teenage you coming out here or whatever and just having to withhold so much. You know, I mean, maybe, I don't know, since it, since it seems like you were just, this was your life, like, did you, it probably just seems like, all right, well, things are going to get weird for a couple of weeks. Um, but, uh, like, did you kind of have to like prep yourself up like no, on the drive no. there or something like, all right. No. Yeah. It's no. just, yeah. Because it just was, I mean, like, right. I, I mean like the reason why I wouldn't say, uh, because my mom let me get away with fucking murder when I was that, here. Yeah. Yeah. So like that like, positive. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. So like, 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 I mean, if she's showing me dead bodies on the internet, I can look at so many other things on the internet. Like she would spoil me when I came here and like, she gave me my first, uh, non-censored AOL account so I could go like like a non-age restricted I should right. say so I could go into all sorts of like like crazy sites that I wanted to that's how right. I got introduced to Newground like I shameless plug I used a show called Shitpost at the Pack Theater and it's just all about internet culture and I got so much into that just because of all the things like through my mom and all the right. permissions I would get into and stuff like that yeah. she would be gone for so much portion of the day right. and I just had the internet at my hands I couldn't drive anywhere at this time right. so I just was like constantly looking at weird shit on the internet yeah 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 like so like i would just like that was my life for a long time and like i could get away with playing all the video games i wanted uh i could curse like i like so the other thing was is that like i got to have i don't know i I guess it was like i basically had like a month of anarchy right yeah yeah Yeah. i'd come out here and then like i'd go home and i wouldn't want to tell my parents these things because a i'm defending my mom because they did not like my mom Mm -hmm. and justifiably so (laughs) like justifiably so they're actually i'll put it this way they 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 know now that i have like these huge complications with my mother like there's nothing more disappointing than like becoming older than your mother and then like being like i can't handle that person and just my parents being like like the decisions that I've made or whatever, they're not like, you know, you should try to make up and like all this. They're just like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I absolutely understand. Like you got to do what you got to do. Um, like my stepmom who avidly hates her is still like, uh, I think you should kind of let go of that hate. Cause it's just bad for you. But 
if this is where you're at, I also understand. Right. Yeah. And so that's like, and my grandmother, who was the kindest person in the world, is even like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, like, I just, uh, she's just a very frustrating person to be sure. around. I'll give you, I'll give you a good example of frustrating, right? So, so we, on one hand, I shouldn't even say frustrating. I've learned valuable lessons from these things. And like one of the valuable lessons I've learned is like, okay, so sometimes she does pranks where you stab somebody in the face. That goes a little too far. She yeah. thinks it's funny. She jokes about it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but then like she did stuff like, uh, like in an argument. So my stepdad's a musician and she was like, you love music more than me. And he's like, yes, Cindy, I love music more than you. That's clearly sarcasm, but right. she used that to be free range to be like, I can't believe you said that. Uh. Then took, his guitar, which is the last guitar his father gave him before committing suicide, and did a Mexican hat dance on it. Oh. So it's taught me that, like, because there's a lot of things that happen in life where you're like, you know, there's a lot of people who complain about things like stabbing somebody in the face. There's a clear demarcation. That's illegal. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go to jail. <laughs> I personally think that other thing, it's not illegal, but it fucks you up way more. Yeah. It fucks you up so much more. Right. And it's taught me that there are people, and this is this is not to say that I have like a distrust towards women and all these other things like that, but there are things that sometimes women will shit on men for that I'll be like, dude, I've seen women do things right. that hurt you that you will never get arrested for, yeah. and it just sticks with you for life. Like, right. And again, it's not to shit on them or anything like that. I'm just saying like, just know that you guys have the ability to really fuck somebody yeah, up. This goes both ways. Yeah, 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 this goes both ways. This absolutely yeah. goes both ways. I'm just saying from my No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, in that conversation, I was just like, because like, I, I and, and I honestly, every relationship, like almost every relationship after high school, I've been, I've been with great people and stuff like that. Uh, so that's never really come up, but like, it's just something that I'll, that's my wall. Right. It's like, it's like, there are some like, like the emotionally fucked up things are the ones that you have to look out for sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it may be hard to pinpoint it, but are there, like, how do you think growing up with a mom like that has affected you, um, um, you know, in your life? So, <clears throat> and maybe um, you just said it. You know, no, 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 that's fair. Uh, that is one thing, like, you can be a little more emotionally guarded, but I feel like, uh, I feel like, like, comedy-wise, I have a dark sensibility. Uh, I have had to learn to be less offensive. Uh, it's not a... It's it's weird because like I I still believe in a lot of forms of offensive comedy and shock humor because of these things. I mean, right. it's it just comes with the territory. Like for example, again going back to the AOL days, like things my mom would do just to fuck with me, just to kind of like poke at me. I remember. Um, so my mom likes to keep parts of her or uh, the cats or whatever that like if something gets removed in surgery, she'll just keep it around. She still has some of my old teeth as well, which is fine. I have my sure. old teeth. Yeah, sure. But she kept the cat's balls. <laughs> and she would uh she'll she'll she would open up the drawer, take it out, snow globe it, and then put it on the desk and they would just spin. And then she would just walk out. And I would just be like, God damn it. Right? Uh that would affect me. And yet, I still think, to some extent, it's it's funny to me. There's something right. there's something funny about how fucked up that is. I don't know, like, yeah, some of the stuff you're saying, it almost just sounds like your mom was essentially like a frat boy that you lived with who would just do fucked up, weird, <laughs> yeah, things like like you know what I mean? Like that's just some, <laughs> yeah, she just does stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I mean, like, it's how has it affected me? Like the sense, the comedic sensibilities of like, I don't know, just like I, I like I don't think. It's weird. I've definitely had to learn to be a better person mm -hmm. from that because, like, it's obviously like um, affect. I don't know. It, it's it's hard to explain exactly. Right. I, I I've had to learn to have a filter. That's right. been a big thing. Yeah. Because because she's just very she's so open that like it just taught me to be that open and I'd be like what there's no problem with this this is normal this is how people should talk to you I don't know why they're reserved they're just hiding the truth from you right you know like uh, like. For example, like, uh, I mean, and I still am, but, like, uh, like I'm pro, like, uh, things, like, um, I don't think that they should hide death from us in the media. Mm -hmm. I know that's, like, a weird thing to say how it affected you or whatever, but I yeah. do think that, like, 
I do have some beliefs that there are, I do think that people have a slightly sanitized version of reality. Like I got overexposed. Yes. I've actually, I've absolutely been overexposed, but I feel like because I've been so overexposed, I'm hanging around people who have been so sanitized that I come off as extreme, which I get, but it's like, like for example, uh, you should be allowed to see dead bodies from wars so that you know what, you're getting into like if you're going to vote on a war or something right. like that right i feel like you should see dead bodies as which, opposed to just the casket with the flag over it yeah yeah right yeah. like i'm like i'm i think like these are things like i don't think people should uh i think it's really weird i haven't decided whether or not people should see death or not at some point or at least like what an execution is because like i don't believe in the death penalty anymore mm. i've seen the dehumanization of that like it's like all these weird things like there are a lot of opinions that have been formed but i guess you don't have to try heroin to know that it's not good for you sure yeah yeah, yeah. like so i mean I, I i can fight my own fight against my own argument but like uh on one hand i think that other people could see a more brutal version of the world yeah and learn how to be optimistic through the brutality because i still am i'm still a pretty optimistic person i certainly believe that uh, people not a person but people as a group do terrible things mm-hmm. uh I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm just rambling and trying to figure no, this no, out. No, no, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think ultimately, uh, you know, growing up, you probably saw farther beyond the kimono, if you will. Sure, yeah. Uh, than most people on a lot of jarring things. So you've just seen more, uh, whereas most people probably were the opposite, where they saw maybe too little. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm and also so, very comfortable with sexuality and yeah. things like that. Like um, like I, like I, my, my stepdad and my mom... Uh, they were swingers. Uh, it turns out my grandfather was as well. I didn't realize it, but it makes sense. His bed was built into the wall. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had like a huge <laughs> bed. Uh, uh, but um, like, I'm much more open to the idea of like, like I'm in an open relationship. I've been in other open relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. Right. Uh, I'm much more comfortable with sexuality in terms of like, I think that people a agree or disagree. I think people put it on a pedestal. Sex in itself, like yeah. I think it's. How do you do? You think that's the case? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. people make too big of a deal of sex. Um, this includes both. I think. I think a lot of people make other people feel bad about sex, mm. and that just results in a lot of people having bad sex. Yes, uh, because they're or just no they, lest yeah. I be a whore or something like right. that. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, those are the things that have been very positive about it. But then I also have a harder time, like, being serious and opening up about certain things. Like, I could, I've had to learn to be more empathetic. Mm. Yeah, I would say that there's a certain like if because being vulnerable around my mother, it is to is to uh, show a weak spot, right? And then she'll penetrate that weak spot, right? You had to keep your armor up, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll so so my emotional intelligence could be higher, and it's not due to toxic masculinity; it's due to her. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like my dad, like my my like back home, everybody hugs. Like this could be a weird thing. Have you ever? Do you? How frequently did you kiss your dad on the lips or on the cheek or something? Never. Never? Yeah. Okay. See, I've done stuff like that. Like, yeah. that was never a problem. Yeah. 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 And I don't think there's that's inherently anything wrong with it. But yeah, I think, yeah, again. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's like one of those things like that never, like, we were so open right. and, and, and I could be better. But like, if you showed any vulnerability, my mom would exploit it. Yeah. She'd exploit it. Absolutely. So has she tried to reach out at all since the dog jerk off? Oh yeah, a incident? couple times. Yeah. yeah. And uh and you know what's funny is the friend Tim, yeah. the guy from the broken home with the mm-hmm. mom and stuff Timber. like that. Like Timber, like he's had really fucked up experiences with his mom mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. His family is his family is crazy. Like like they've experienced all sorts of crazy things. His mom's also just a piece of shit. She right. she like he had a chance to go to college for free, but his mom didn't file taxes. <sighs> And, and she refused to file taxes so that they could get the discount that he, or whatever it is that he could, and she yeah. just wouldn't do, all these crazy things. Anyway, he, he had a really rough life growing up, and he still thinks, he's the one who's trying to like bridge the gap with me and my mom. He's like, no, wow. dude, you just, gotta, you just gotta do it. Even if your mom's a piece of shit, you gotta do it. Yeah. So when he says it, it's like, yeah, I feel you. I'm just not ready yet. Sure. But he's the one trying to bridge the gap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and he's been affected by my mom as well. Like uh, so, my mom speaks with authority a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And when you're younger, you just trust your parents. Right. So yeah. when they say something, you're like, "This must be real." Sure. So like one time we went surfing, and we didn't. Wear, this is the first time we ever went surfing, and we uh, we didn't wear uh, uh, any. What do you call it? Like a uh, bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah. Or bodysuit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The wetsuit. Right. 
And uh, when we got back, like we we had like that burn, like the brush burn from that. And my mom was like, I, I was like, I, we were both kind of like, ah, dude, like my like a nipples hurt a lot, like they're on fire. And my mom was just like, uh, oh, well, your nipples are essentially made out of the same thing as your sphincter. It's like, we'll just put some preparation H on it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because she's saying it with authority. I was like, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Like, (laughs) which it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. But you're just like, she's saying it. I guess that's true. And so she goes with my friend Tim and she she puts some preparation H on there. And she puts it on one of his nipples. And as soon as it touches him, he just goes, (gasps) and he shoots backwards on the wall and like he hits it really hard the whole house the whole apartment shakes and it but like it also ricochets him forward and then my mom is able to get the other nipple because he lands on it and then he just falls on the ground and he starts kind of like whimpering <laughs> he's like oh my god oh my god and she's like oh my god like she's like what i was like mom what'd you do she's like i don't know and i was like you said this, the the nipples are the same thing as a sphincter she's like I, she's like oh i was just saying that like i just I'd like I, I like it seems intuitive or whatever and i was like what and then we read it and you're not supposed to put it on open sores or anything like that oh. it's like very bad for you and he said the pain was one of the worst pains he'd ever felt Ugh. and that he even like he smoked a bunch of weed just so he could get to sleep, and the pain didn't end until he went to sleep. Wow. So like, yeah, like he's been a victim of it as well, yeah. where she just says things and you just kind of fall for it. Yeah, he's like, but he, but the way he looks at it is, is that like she would rent us a car, right. she would like take us out to eat, she would provide us all these things, and he's right. Yeah, I was like, but you know, she would just. But she still does all this crazy shit. That's, right. that's the weird thing. Like, that's how victimizing works. That's how you can be in an abusive relationship with a man that's like, I cook for you. Or, or like, I, I, I work. I, you know, I put food on this table. I pay the bills. And it's like, so I get to do all this other stuff. Right. Like, it's that. Right. And, like, he just totally falls for that hook, line, and sinker. Ugh. But yeah. not you. Well, I was probably a brat about it for a while, sure. knowing me and knowing her. Right. Uh, but like, I'm after a while, I was just like, no, no, I can be an asshole about this. Right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You think it'll ever happen? Me hanging out with my mom? Yeah. Uh, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. See what happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean. I'd like to think so, but it's so much more convenient not to hang out right. with her. Yeah. Like I still, when I go, when I'm on the, when I'm on the ten, and I see the exit National Boulevard, I'm always just get a little PTSD. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, she's right there. Uh, she's right there. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. She lives in Beverly Wood to this day. Okay. Yeah. Same place she moved to when we fir- when she first got out here. It's like we're the only Gentiles in that neighborhood. Us and the Korean family. <laughs> yeah. The Wongs or whoever it was. Yeah. 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 Well, that sounds like. Uh, Quite a run you had there. A lot to deal with as yeah. a kid. And yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty clear you come out the other side. So uh. I'm I do worry that people think that it's I mean, it is dark, don't get me wrong. But yeah. like to me, like it's sort of that it's not laugh out loud funny so much as it is like <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, I mean that's I yeah. I mean I, I think it's it's funny because you have come out the other side. Yeah. You it could have been so much worse. Yeah. Like this there's a there's a version of this where it's just really sad. Because you got roped into that whole world and took after her, and you know what I mean. Like it's a, so I think being able to look at it objectively, like as like a person who has a job and is you know yeah. like just a, yeah, a yeah. normal person who's that's come because out of my this. dad, my yeah. dad and my stepmom helped me out a lot, right, and that's also what me. That's also what makes me. Uh, another thing I've learned is like how scary divorce can be, yeah. and how like. There's not many institutions that favor women, uh, but like I feel like divorce. If my mom had wanted to keep me, right, like I could have been with her, and that like fucking scares me. You think about that sometimes. Yeah, but like I was like my dad has mentioned that to me. He's like he's like we're very lucky she did not want to be as involved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like because like I because my dad wanted me. Yeah. and and I like this isn't a sympathy thing. Like my dad, my dad was cool about. It. Like my dad wanted to be a dad. That's right. like something that he was all about, and he was happy to be a dad and all this other stuff. And I'm so glad he got to be a dad. That's it, you yeah. know, because he's a good guy. Right. You know, there's not maybe not, there. Some people may not think that there's a lot of them out there, but my dad's a good guy. You know. And good so dad. are you. Oh, thank you. Boom. Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over. We'll end it on that note. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on and and uh, sharing all that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, not to brag or anything, but I think uh, for anybody listening who maybe you know had challenging times with their parents, like the the older I get, the more I appreciate just growing up in a boring household. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean that in the best way. <laughs> like, just 
parents that were normal. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, just a solid foundation of which to grow upon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so, you know, if you're listening and you're mad that your mom is overbearing or whatever, it could could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, look, you're, yeah. <laughs> not if you've had a bad upbringing, you're, it's not, you're also not completely lost. You can no, get out not of at it. all. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah. It. sorry, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. Yeah. I'm just um, also throwing that out there so they don't feel bad. Right. There yeah. are people who have it way worse. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the buddy yeah. Tim that I was just telling you about, right. like, there Much was a worse. while of the past couple of years, he was making six figures uh, just renting out a place in New Orleans as an Airbnb. Like, yeah. that's good good for him. Yeah. No college degree. Right. Yeah. 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 He was able to no. power through yeah. as well. Yeah. You know? Barely able to read. No, that's not true. He can read. No, he can read. He can read. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He can read. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Thanks so much right. for coming well, on, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah that, was, uh, that was enlightening for people, hopefully, in a good way. So. It was for me. Oh, okay. Excellent. Thank <laughs> you. That was the episode. Thanks so much to Jupiter for coming on. Uh, he hosts a monthly show at the Pack Theater, which I mentioned previously here in L.A. Uh, the first Saturday of every month, he hosts Shit Posts, which is a show that talks all about the internet and does a deep dive on what's going on on the internet. Again, that's Shit Posts, and it's the first Saturday of every month at the Pack Theater at midnight. So if you live in L.A., definitely check that out. Uh, it'll also start to be streaming live on YouTube uh, through the Shitposts YouTube channel. That's all I've got for this week. Again, check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page. Also, feel free to leave those five-star reviews on iTunes. I've gotten a couple more. No comments, so uh, I'm not able to, to give you proper thanks, but thank you to whoever you are who gave that five stars. That's all for now, so until next Wednesday, keep laughing!